and welcome to UX Shortcast. Every day, I handpick the hottest articles from the last 24 hours to bring you the coolest and most exciting updates. Get ready for a quick yet catchy snapshot of what's new and buzzing in user experience. Ready to get inspired? Let's jump in. Today, on January 25th, I have the pleasure of inviting you to another episode of UX Shortcast. Kevin Zimmerman, in his article, Presenting Work with Confidence and Clarity, lays out how to nail a design presentation by being prepared and confident. He learned the hard way when he got tongue-tied in front of bigwigs. Now he's got a system. Kick off with your goal, know your crowd, and tell a story that sticks. Make sure it's about the user's struggles and how your design makes their life easier. Back it up with solid data and make it look good. Be ready for feedback and clear on what's next. Practicing with smaller groups helps you refine your spiel. And if you're jittery, chat with folks beforehand, throw in some fun, breathe deep, and picture yourself acing it. Speaking slow and clear also does wonders. The gist? With the right approach, you can present work with confidence and clarity and keep improving your game. In the article, The Downward Spiral Affecting Our Digital Products, Luis Beruman Castro talks about how the quality of online services and apps is tanking. It's not just you noticing things getting worse, it's a real trend called enshittification. Basically, companies that used to care about making stuff easy and fun for us to use are now just trying to squeeze out more money, even if it means the product gets crappier for us. It's like they're forgetting who made them successful in the first place, us, the users. And with everything getting more expensive these days, we're all feeling the pinch. So, this isn't just about tech being annoying. It's about how the big shots are dropping the ball on keeping their digital goods up to snuff, while we're all trying to make a buck stretch. In the article, How Schools and Education Could Be More Student-Centric, the main point is that our school system's too old school, focusing on grades and a one-size-fits-all path that's supposed to end with a good job. But that's not cutting it anymore, because a lot of folks with degrees are working jobs that don't even need one. The piece suggests shaking things up with universal design for learning, which is all about giving students different ways to learn and get excited about education. This approach could make schools better for everyone and help prepare kids for the real world in a way that makes sense for each of them. In the article, we misuse the term user insight a lot. Here's how to actually use it. The main point is that when you're working on a project, you gotta focus on what's really important. Think of it like this. When you're giving advice to your buddies, you don't just throw a bunch of facts at them. You tell them what they need to know to make a smart choice. It's the same deal with user insights. You gotta cut through the noise and tell your team what they should do next based on what you've learned from your research. You're the expert because you've spent time digging into the data. So when it's time to make decisions, you should step up and guide your team, just like a good wine expert would recommend the best wine for your steak, not just list all the bottles they got. In the article, Is Humanizing Crypto Even Possible? Christina Volchek, a designer, shares her thoughts on the challenge of making the world of cryptocurrencies, Web3, and NFTs more user-friendly and understandable for everyday folks. She argues that while the tech elite in Silicon Valley are all in on digital currencies, C 
seeing them as the future. The reality is a lot of people are still struggling with basic finances and can't afford to gamble on something so complex and speculative. Despite the hype, especially during the pandemic when folks had more time and money saved up from not commuting, the truth is crypto isn't easy to grasp for many. Volchek joined Flues, a company aiming to bring the next 100 million users into blockchain by simplifying it and making it accessible via smartphones. They're trying to level the playing field financially for people everywhere. But even with this noble goal, the question remains whether crypto can truly be made simple enough for everyone to get on board. In the article, The UX Tricks Behind Upselling Trials and Churn, Peter Ramsey shares insider tips on how companies design their online services to get more sales, keep you trying their products, and reduce the number of people leaving. He talks about how companies will remind you before your free trial ends, which makes you less worried about getting charged accidentally. Companies like Rise even let you choose to get a reminder, making you trust them more and possibly increasing their sales. Ramsey also mentions that some services, like Google Meets and Asana, let you use their product without asking for your credit card first. They hook you with the good stuff, and then, when you're about to lose access, they nudge you to pay to keep using the features you've gotten used to. Lastly, he suggests trying to let people use your product with zero commitment, like Flighty does, allowing you to test all features without even starting a trial. This can show off how great the product is without any pressure. Ramsey wraps up by saying these little UX strategies can make a big difference in a business's success. Thank you for listening, and I invite you to another dose of knowledge tomorrow.